pull out the planner and say, righto, so each day we need to make sure that we take care of and then work out what your priorities are. Priorities in ISO. How much planning should we do with the fam each day? It's a tough one. We talked to Dr Justin Coulson from Happy Family shortly. You're listening to Keeping Up With Corona. I'm Monique Deuce. And I'm Robin Bailey. And we'll be talking about keeping your family safe and sane in ISO. But first, Mon, we need a Corona News update. You're listening to Keeping Up With Corona. Let's talk ISO daily planners. Oh, no, mate. Do we need them, Rob? (laughs) How much organisation is too much organisation? Okay, so I think it really depends on who you are as a human being. And when I grow up, I'm going to get (laughs) organised. But that hasn't happened yet, and I'm not sure it's going to happen in this lifetime. On the line now, Dr Justin Coulson from Happy Families. Justin, thanks for joining us. ISO Daily Planners, yes or no? I reckon that there's a place for them, so long as we remember that key word that I guess I've emphasised in everything we've discussed, and that is we've got to be flexible. We want to take the pressure off. So what I've been recommending to families is this. Sit down maybe on a Sunday arvo or Sunday morning, whatever works for your family, and ask three questions of the kids. Don't step in as the parent. Stay quiet and let the kids talk about this, assuming that they're actually big enough to have a voice because, uh, you know, two and three-year-olds will just have to deal with whatever happens. But say to them, what's going well, what's not going well, and what should we focus on this week? That will be so instructive as to what you can do as a family in terms of your overall direction. Then pull out the planner and say, righto, so each day we need to make sure that we take care of and then work out what your priorities are. So in my family... We've got that physical activity for an hour every day. We've got some learning every day for, you know, about an hour, depending on the age of the children. We've also got uh, kids that play music, so they're going to make sure that they spend some time on their instruments. Uh, And we've got a couple of other things that are important to our family that we've put down in the list. So that's kind of like having your day planner. But we don't say at 9 o'clock till 10 o'clock we're doing X, and from 10.15 till 11.15 we're doing Y. And the reason we don't do that is because it just kind of, doesn't feel nice to have that high level of structure. At least in our family, it doesn't. Now, some families will thrive on it. Our family doesn't. Mm. But no, so long mine as everything won't thrive happens, on it. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no most don't. Yeah. Most don't. But there's got to be a commitment. You know, you've, you've, you've got all morning, and we expect that a couple of these things are going to be done. What you're doing here is three things. Number one, you, you're building the relationship. Okay, so you're actually saying to the kids, "I'm here to connect with you, not to correct you and direct you." Connection matters so much more than correction and direction. Second thing that you're doing after you've built that nice relatedness uh, response is you're giving the kids credit for having a brain. In other words, you're saying you're competent, you're capable, you can figure this out. And the third thing that you're doing is you're saying, I'm not going to control you. I'm going to give you your autonomy. And this works with children from, I'd say, around seven or eight, right up to 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. We still have to have some gentle controls. We still have to have some level of accountability, but we want to let them determine the pace of their day. We want to let them determine the rhythm and the routine of their week. So 
so long as they're ticking those boxes at some point during the day. Justin, what about kids that aren't coping? What about when it's just, and, and you know, I'm worried about this moving forward, I guess, in all families in some way, shape or form, because if this continues long-term over months, we could have lots of, you know, kids who are really stressed out and feeling isolated and all of those negative things. How do you suggest to deal with that? This is such an important question because right now there are people who are suffering heightened anxiety. There are people who are becoming depressed because they're not able to get out and live life the way it's important to them that they live it. Uh, There are families who are living in genuinely unsafe circumstances where uh, perhaps there's somebody who is, well, to to, to keep it light enough, uh, somebody who is just not safe to be around either psychologically or um, physically. And so this is a really, really important question. My general suggestion is that we, again, need to do our best to lighten expectations and just focus on the basics. So what research tells us are that there's a handful of things that are so important for our well-being. The first is we've got to connect with other people. Connect with people in your home in positive, warm ways. We need to be tolerant, not snappy. Uh, that's, that's so important that we are compassionate and patient with one another. This is a tough time for everybody. You know, parents are losing jobs and worried about income. Uh, businesses are going to the wall. We've got uh, mental health issues. There's a lack of physical activity for many people. And the list goes on and on and on. So that's the first thing. And, and, and not to mention the trauma and fear that the coronavirus might affect us or a loved one or a friend. So that's, that's the first thing. We've got to connect with other people. Use technology. Uh, I love what the Europeans are doing. You know, they're singing to each other off their balconies and they're applauding their, uh, their, their health workers as they go home every, every, in the evenings or you know, at 8 o'clock, everyone walks outside and claps. This is a way that we connect. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Justin. That is uh, so much good stuff for us. I really appreciate that. You're listening to Keeping Up With Corona. Okay, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to confess something. (laughs) Look at your face. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come on, Mon. Come on. You know I'm the nerd mum. Yeah, bless you. And I have done up my own ISO planner. Here it is. All right. Oh, God love you. So basically, it's all the things I expect the kids to do through the day. I would like them to do through the day. Sorry, it's all about connection, not correction, right? Right. That's what Dr. Justin said. Um, So there's a school, sort of area for school, exercise, screen, eating, creativity, catch up on socials, and then they have to fill out across the day the times that they will do those things. Okay, so you've taken what Justin said and then said let them have some sort of say in how their day unfolds. Yeah, I I thought that was good of me. Absolutely. (laughs) My question about this is are you going to make them adhere to it? So if your son Orlando says that he's going to get up at six, he's going to have breakfast at seven, he's going to maybe do some social catch-up with his mates who are getting up at eight – God love him for getting up this early. Um, And then do... (laughs) Not going to happen, is it? (laughs) Well, no, but are you going to make him adhere to this? And if if so, how? Please do. I don't know how. (laughs) But I like the theory of it. I'm going to start with all good intentions every day. And if we tick maybe two or three boxes through the day, I'm going to think that that is um, very successful. And you know what, though, Mona? And look, here am I making fun of it, and I and I really am not because I think one of the things that is so difficult in ISO is that hours turn into days, days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, and you know we're already what halfway through, and people are feeling like. 
their worlds are out of control. So mm-hmm. what that does is even if we don't adhere to it 100%, yep. it gives us structure and allows us to feel like things are being achieved. And so we've got I'm some control yeah, we've got in some our control. day, even yeah. if just a teeny weeny little like, bit. Good on you, mate. But I'm look, all for it. I've done it up. Mon's ISO Daily Planner, it is actually on our Facebook page. It's printable. It's downloadable. You can go and have a look at it yourself. It may be helpful. I don't know. But, you know, and, and for those of you who have really creative children, I think for young kids that are aspiring to grow up a little bit, which I think all of our kids want to be treated a little older than they are, Mm -hmm. then that is a weapon, (laughs) sorry, that is a tool you can do to say, hey, if you want to act like you're older, if you want to show mum and dad that you're being a bit more responsible, then fill that out and do it. And then maybe there's a reward at the end. Perfect. Oh, that's Keeping Up With Corona. We are your hosts, Monique Jews. And Robin Bailey. <laughs> Thanks to Daniel Hunt, Brad Bell and the iHeartRadio team. Stay safe, stay sane and good luck. Bye. <laughs>